Greetings, everyone. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of you who have taken the time to listen to our show and support us in doing so. This episode is a little bit different and a bit of an experiment on our part. Here, you will hear an interaction that some of our quieter characters had together back in the Blackfish Tavern before leaving for Starlight. Adira and Foresight get to know each other a bit better, and the relationship grows that much closer. I hope you enjoy. Alright, so I've got a few papers here. Um, they're all about how to learn as much as you can about someone in as short a time as period. Uh, as sh- See, I knew I'd mess it up. <laughs> I knew it. I'm flustered. <clears throat> okay. I've got a few papers here. They're all about learning as much as you can about someone in a short period of time. Uh, I figured since I'm not very experienced with this kind of thing, and I've got papers uh, from someone who's much, much more experienced since I, I mean, they wrote a book on doing this, I figured it'd be best to start with this and use it as a kind of learning point for both of us. Okay, easy enough. Um, I haven't actually gone through these questions. So, uh, it'll, it'll be an experience for the both of us in that way too, I guess. Surprises are good. The first question is simple enough. Uh, what is your full name? Well, um, I go by Adira Malka because that was the queen's name and it's the only name I know. Um... I don't go by Queen anymore. Of course, it's a bit out of place now. I'll make sure to keep that in mind for future. Um, the second question is, where and when were you born? Well, um, in the boneyard. Um, but I really don't know when. Uh, Time is really different in uh, Abaddon, so a year here could be a second there or or vice versa. Um, If we could find out when the queen died, that would give us a a ideal of when I was when I was born. Okay, I think uh, I think I should definitely do some research on both the queen and the boneyard. I'm certain there are a lot of questions that I could ask, but would be just as easy to look up myself. Um, The third question is, do you remember anything about your parents? I didn't have parents. Um, I was created either by the queen or by someone she paid. as a receptacle, I suppose, to ensure her more, more immortality. Um, so I have a few memories of, of her father that was king before her, but he's not my father. Um, right. That makes sense. Uh, I guess I could also look into the queen's lineage and, uh, share any information if you would want to know more yes um my memories uh or her memories they're they're broken 
I don't, I don't know if that's because of them being transferred over or simply because of Abaddon. So there's a lot I don't know about her. I should definitely write a note to self section of things to research for the future. Because, provided this goes well, there will probably, if you don't mind, be uh, more or similar interviews like this. That's fine. Um, I don't have a problem talking about it. It's actually kind of good to talk about it because I can't tell a lot of people. It freaks him out. Well, everything freaks me out. So, if there was anyone you wanted to get the same reaction as showing a new type of bread as being related to a demon, it'd be me. <laughs> um, the fourth one, huh? So. The question is just a full physical description. Um, I can get most of that by myself. Height, uh, race, you've already told me, hair and eye color. Um, do you have any specific features or distinguishing marks that you think that I should know about or that might not be entirely obvious that I could write down? Well, I was created to be flawless, um, unblemished, so I guess the powers changed that a little, uh, my hair and eyes and such, but um, no, I, it's pretty, pretty much what you see is what you get, no, no surprises. These questions are pretty good so far. What is your... Well, I guess I could write down that by myself. Um, are there any phrases or words that you find yourself using frequently? Um, it's more of a matter of trying to avoid certain words and phrases. Um, mm -hmm. Because I tend to mimic her speech patterns and she was very commanding very demeaning of people and I'm trying to sway away from that I see um, if you like I can keep an ear out and help catch anything that you might want to filter out in the future um, yeah just uh, tap me on the shoulder and shake your head at me or something He'll just smile and nod. Uh, <laughs> this is... Hmm. What do you have in your pockets? Uh, not much. Uh, a few coins. Uh, I'm made from begging on the streets. Um, but I don't really own anything uh, much at this point. Um, I mean, I did a little shopping this morning for the trip, of course, but um, 
I originally thought of like buying a blanket, but then I found the church and they provide us with blankets and shelter and such, so I've mostly just been trying to save my coin. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um Hmm. Do you remember anything from your previous childhood? Or the Queen's childhood? Um, a little, she, she was unhappy as a, as a child because as the firstborn, she was destined to be queen and her entire life was centered around learning how to do that. Um, training from basically the time she could walk and talk. Um, so she was really unhappy. Um, she made up for that by... Uh, trying, trying to be a good mother to her, to her, to her kids, to our kids. Um, she, she didn't want them to have an unhappy childhood. Huh. It's a lot to do with memories, it seems. I guess I don't remember which book it was in. Um, there was a phrase that kept popping up that is, you are the sum of your memories. That's, that's yeah, that's why I struggle, I think. Um, I don't want to be her. That just means we have to make more memories. Well, uh, looks like we're about to have an adventure, so that will help you, right? I mean... He gives an excited nod. Uh, the next question, uh, the reason I bring it up is, what is your earliest memory? Well, uh, setting aside her memories, my first memory is standing in line at the boneyard. Um, like I said, time is different there. And I seem to stand there forever, though. You know, if I'd known where I was going to end up, I would have been happy to stay there. Um, I don't, I don't even think I knew at that point that I wasn't her. But uh, that's when my reality started. Definitely seems. I'm gonna have to do a lot of research into the boneyard. Exactly how people are connected to it. Do Do you know the what the boneyard is? I know it enough as an afterlife or a limbo. Kinda. Um, when everyone everyone goes to the boneyard when they die, and mm -hmm. you await your judgment there. And from there, your afterlife is decided. And unfortunately, I had to serve her punishment. That seems unfair. Yeah, well, I suppose only the extremely rich get to... get to even a 
try to accomplish such a thing, so. Suppose it doesn't happen often. I wonder. No. I'm certain with enough study, we could break your connection to the, with the Queen entirely. It's not fair that you would have to suffer for someone else's mistakes. That That is my overriding hope. Um, technically being Shabti, I don't know if you know this. I don't, I don't age. So I will only ever die um, through like violence or illness. But I don't want to shut myself away to keep prevent that from happening. Um, so I would like to change my destiny. <laughs> I can tell you from personal experience, uh, the hermetic lifestyle is stable and nothing else. It is not a lifestyle I would suggest to anyone unless absolutely necessary. But, uh, I think I'm getting a little bit off topic. Um, well, I don't have to ask about school. Um, have you had anyone that you find yourself looking up to, uh, since you've been here? Perhaps as a role model? <clears throat> no, not really. Um, I've only been here a few days. Um, and, uh, spent most of that time begging on the street. Hmm. So. But, yeah, we've, we've got a whole crew of friends now, so maybe that will change. Yeah. Well, I don't have to ask about growing up. There's a lot about childhood. Um, uh, um, have you, um, probably, uh, have you, um, kissed anyone as, since you've, uh, been here? No, um, <laughs> no, I've never been kissed, uh, I've only been here about three days, and, uh, that makes Not sense. a lot of kissing going on in Abaddon. That, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, moving on from that. Are you a Virgo? If not, when and whom... Wait. Oh! Uh... <laughs> uh... Um... So, uh... I, I may have missed, uh, maybe I should skip this, um, but what if it's important? I mean, this guy has a lot more experience than me. Just go uh, ahead and ask what- Uh, are you a virgin? And if not, when and whom did you lose your virginity to? Um, I am. Like I said, Abaddon's not really a romantic place. Um, 
I remember what sex was like for her, so I look forward to experiencing it for myself, but uh, not yet. <laughs> Looking forward. Um, like, um, I guess, anyway, moving on to the next, uh, okay, I, maybe I should start reading ahead before talking. It's, um, it's fine, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. It is very clear that, um, <laughs> the boy's face <laughs> is not nearly as pale as it once was, his eye contact that he'd been at least attempting to maintain his non-existence. Bothers him, if not her. Suddenly, bothers might not be the right word. <laughs> he doesn't seem upset. <laughs> How red can Foresight turn? Well, you see, normally he's very pale. He, 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 doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't have the darkest complexion. That might not be. You might not be able to tell that from how he's now. Tomatoes wish they could be as red as him. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, he makes deep, loving eye contact with the notebook in front of him. And uh, continues on. I I know that you told me that you're uh, a shabti. Um, is there anything about the shabti specifically that you haven't told me yet that might be? I guess anything at all that could be elaborated on. Well, um, I just told you about the fact that I I won't age. Um, of course, I was created uh, to be a receptacle for her memories. Um, this is done by people as an attempt to gain immortality. Um, she didn't become immortal, though. When she died, I appeared in the boneyard um, to take her punishment uh, for the life she lived. And I was sent to Abaddon. Uh, she, of course, then became a, a clean soul, uh, just like a new soul with nothing imprinted on it. So she would have been returned to the river of life so she could be reborn. Um, the uh, psychopomp charged with taking me to Abaddon understood what had taken place and took pity on me, which is very unusual. I don't know if you know anything about psychopomps, but they typically just don't care. Um, but in order to help me protect myself, they gave me my power, which mm. is a lot like magic, except that I don't have to cast any spells. Things just happen for me. 
and uh, the power affected my physical form of course uh, my eyes went from being a deep green to being solid white and uh, my hair changed from a raven color to uh, this white hair that frills out my lips turned blue <laughs> Um, it's it's rare for Shabti to uh, or it's rare for anybody to escape Abaddon but it's rare for Shabti to, to make it to the material plane so um, I'm an oddity I guess Elucidating. Very informative. Um, <clears throat> so, what I feel like I could figure out what the answer is going to be. Um, what would you consider the most important events in your life thus far? Uh, definitely being rescued from Abaddon. Uh, no one escapes that place. You're sent there to basically have your soul tortured and devoured um, so I was lucky of course I'm glad you're here <laughs> um, uh, would you say um, hmm, this is a bit who would you say has had the most influence on you? Well, I suppose it would have to be the Queen, um, since I carry her memories. Uh, I want that to change. Uh, I want to find a life for myself and become whoever I'm meant to be. I think that you're on a very good route starting that. I think, at least from the stories that I've read, adventures are the most individualistic people in all of the planes. They defy their the standards of their race, their culture, civilization, sometimes the laws of their realms. I I don't know if we're going to be doing any of that, but I think that this little adventure is a good start. I hope so. Um, I suppose one can learn a lot from a journey. He nods in affirmation. seems at least a bit more relaxed now. Um, what's the most embarrassing thing to have happened to you in this life? Well, when I uh, was taken out of Abaddon, didn't know where I was going, I woke up on a beach here in Stormbluff. Um, mm. Not really understanding everything that was going on, so I walked into the nearest inn 
and demanded room and food for a queen. And so, of course, everybody laughed and mocked me. Um, there was a, a serving wench that could see how confused I was, and she thought me to be crazy, uh, basically. But she took some pity on me and uh, gave me some stale bread and an apron to cover myself as I wasn't wearing anything. How? Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that actually kind of reminds me. Um, there, one of the stories that I read. I suppose it had a very similar start, or your story starts in the middle of theirs, which I guess isn't that untrue for the queen. About there was a woman who had only just begun her reign as queen before she was betrayed by the people around her, as it seems politics are so common to do. And she was cast out into to her people, the the poor, the disheveled, and these nobles thought those that they believed below them were animals or mongols or beasts and they thought that they would tear this woman to pieces but instead they saw betrayal they saw that she was hurt and they took her in when they did this even though they didn't have much they gave what they could they gave almost everything that they had for her and she realized that she wasn't about these people, that these were people just like her, just like everyone else. And she gained a true respect for these people. Um, she lived with them for a long while, and she, once the people had grown to trust her, she became a beacon of hope for them. She, as well as many others that were cast aside, ex-knights, uh, some nobles that had lost their fortunes, or a large portion of it at least, band together and created a rebellion, and they hosted a coup, pushing out all of those betrayers, all of the corrupts, anyone who would seek out power over their own humanity and they posted this queen back up into a rightful position but this time it wasn't a position that she'd gained through birthright it was a position that she'd earn by earning the trust of her people and by truly understanding everyone around her she reigns for her entire the entirety of her natural life and died of old age and her people loved her throughout the entire reign it's she truly learned to understand everyone so um <clears throat> i just talked a lot um it's okay it's a nice story i didn't i don't think i would want to rule maybe um, maybe not ruling but, but i think that 
even if in the moment that situation was a bit embarrassing um i think it's a really good start and no matter how low anyone starts they can achieve and go to any heights if they press on and they trust those around them and they learn everything that they can well i've i've already come a ways i guess and i have a friend now yes i like to think so so progress What is your best memory thus far? Um, that would definitely be being rescued from Abaddon by the, the Psychopomp. Um, I didn't know where I was going, but I couldn't imagine there being a worse place, so... Uh, the first moment in your life when you know that there could possibly be a future? Even though you came from such a terrible, terrible place, I'm certain that we'll go to great, great places in the future. I wonder, I wonder if there's any way to contact the psychopomp, either to give thanks or maybe recompense. Um, I don't know. Um, they left me one of their feathers and so hold up um, a feather that's braided into her hair and uh, I wear I wear it in my hair um, so I don't forget ever he very quickly flips back to a previous page uh, somewhat frantically searching for uh, one of the something and then he begins writing reading back in uh, Thank you. I think that counts as uh, a distinct feature. I suppose I didn't think of it that way because it's not my... Well, it is my feather, but it's not my feather. <laughs> I think that in more ways than one, it's a part of you. It's a part of who you are. Oh, definitely. He has he has a genuine smile. His uh, foresight is not the nervous wreck he was just a few minutes ago. <clears throat> Would you consider yourself a an optimist or a pessimist? I'm really not certain. Um, I've only been here about three days. Don't fully understand the world around me. Um, so I need to know more about it and find my place in it. Then maybe I could give you an answer. I'm, I'm really eager to see how your thoughts change and form as time goes on. Well, um, it seems like this journey will last for a little while, so you'll you'll likely get that chance. <laughs> What is your greatest fear? 
being returned to Abaddon. I, I don't think I could survive it again. I would probably just, uh, just stand up and let the demons find me and let myself be destroyed at that point. I, I, I don't want to go through that again. At the mention of her wish for her own oblivion over returning to Abaddon, Farsight's face takes a turn for the serious. He makes direct eye contact and with as steady of voice as he can manage. If there is any any way I can prevent you from going back there, I promise I will do whatever I can to see you not returned. That that means a lot. There would not be words for enough gratitude if you could prevent that from happening. I promise. I'll do everything I can. Thank you. Thank you. I wonder if these questions are out of order. This seems like a very drastic turn. Uh, what, if any, political views have you formed? Well, I don't know anything about politics here. Uh, maybe if we were in Helios, I don't know, it's been a long time, but it, it might still be similar. I might be able to have an informed viewpoint at that. But, uh, I know that, uh, sometimes, I know from her memories that it's, it, sometimes what is best for the whole can mean hurting a few, and, uh, it's not always pleasant, but it can't really be avoided, and, um, I know that the minute you, uh, you gain any kind of power, or political power, uh, there's a target on you from, from then on, and those you love and those you want to protect so politics seems very dangerous to me um i would likely just avoid it hmm yeah i guess now i think about it every single story i've read involving politics either ends or begins with a proverbial or sometimes literal knife in the back uh politics are scary i i hope we don't have to deal with anything big like that me too um through her eyes i've seen i've seen some pretty bad things um i think i told you at one point that uh she executed her brother and exiled her husband because they both made bids for her throne. I really, really don't like politics. <laughs> so, yeah, if we can avoid that, that would be great. Well, if, if, if politics come up, we'll let Riley handle it. He likes to talk to people. That sounds like a good idea. He looks down, it seems he's very quick to get to the next question. Um, what are your views on Sehet? Um, 
Well, um, based off her memories, um, it seems to be a very enjoyable experience. Um, and of course, that can result in uh, one of the greatest forms of love, that of a mother and a child. So, um, we'll, we'll go with, the, with good. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. Doesn't seem like there's going to be any uh, uh, response on that that uh, statement. Um, I don't like the way this is phrased. It's it's dangerous out out of civilization. If um if it comes down to it, do you think that you could find it in yourself to take another's life? Well, I've never killed anyone, um, but based on what I've glimpsed of her memories, I'd say it's sometimes necessary. So I would hope that if I had to, I could do so um, in order to protect myself and you and the others. Um, but I guess that's one of those things you just can't know for certain until you face it. I think a pragmatic view is best. It's better not to dwell on those that's passed. Um, in your opinion, what is the most evil thing a person can do? Oh, that's actually difficult to say. Um... My mind is still so occupied by the terrors of Abaddon that what I've witnessed here in the last three or four days really seems to pale in comparison. Um, maybe it will become clear uh, once I've been here a while. Foresight nods along thoughtfully as he writes. Uh he may be speaking simply to fill space as he writes it doesn't seem like he's very conscious of the words he's saying many many of the stories i've read believe that nothing of nature or divinity will come close to the creativity and the cruelty of mankind let's uh <clears throat> Let's hope we're never in a position to learn if that sentiment's true or not. I think. Agreed. What do you believe makes someone successful? Hmm. Well, for myself, I think I think I will consider myself successful if I am able to find an identity for myself separate from hers mm -hmm. where um, you know where I can answer your questions without having to refer back to her every time <laughs> well I think that with each passing day your personalities will become more and more distinct and separate from another I hope so I'm sure of it he says with a uh, confidence, a bit of a strong word, but any other word fails me at this moment, so 
Subconfident smile. <laughs> Did or do you have any biases or prejudices? Um, I try not to. Um, of course, the queen tend to tended to look down on lower class. Um, but I've spent the last three days living as a beggar. Um, I, I belong to that group now in a way, so I'm trying to to rid myself of her preconceived notions and uh, take people as they are and form my own opinions. I don't really know if I can speak on that matter. I've, since I've lived hermetically, everything I know comes from stories, and many of these stories directly contradict each other. Well, I guess. I suppose we'll learn that. together, yes? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is there anything? that you would completely refuse to do? I could, n I could never harm a child. Um, just could not. Uh, I love her children. Um, I, I have, I, I, I still feel that even separate from her. And uh, every child I see playing in the streets, whatever, they, uh, they all remind me of them on some level. And I just, I don't think I could ever harm a child for any reason. I think, I think that that's perfectly fair and reasonable. Foresight seems to squirm a bit at the thought of harming children. Clearly uncomfortable with the idea. And in what way have you found yourself interacting with those around you? Well, uh, to be honest, and until we took the job to clear out the basement, I have more or less tried to avoid dealing with people too much. Um, until until I can keep her voice quiet, um, I don't I don't want to do and say things that might hurt other people. I talk some to the other street folk that sleep at the church, but that's mostly out of necessity. I do my best not to offend them, but it uh, doesn't always work out. Sometimes I open my mouth and her words come out. He seems to just silently nod. What's your favorite position? You know what? I think I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna go ahead and take this paper. Um... I'm just gonna... hold on to this piece of paper for... Okay. Uh... Next question. Um... 
what do you find in a potential loved one or significant other? Hmm. Well, I've never really given it any thought. Um, I guess I kind of need to know who I am before I can uh, think along those lines. That's no. perfect. Yeah. If, I mean, can somebody really love somebody else if they can't love themselves? From, again, just from stories, it seems love can be very dangerous if it's not raised with patience and care. So yeah, um, I might have some metaphorical growing up to do before we get to that point. What's the craziest thing you've done in bed? No, no, I think I don't need any of these uh, questions for any anything at all. At all. No, um, don't, don't need them. Maybe those are meant for 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 uh, more advanced interviewers. Don't even have to worry about it. I don't even remember any questions. I don't even just moving on to the next the next question because yes, yes, okay. Have you found yourself getting into any arguments with the locals here? Uh, not really. Um, I'm not afraid of conflict if it's something I feel strongly about, but uh, after Abaddon, most of the things people argue about seem rather simple or stupid or harmless and so therefore meaningless. Um, I see no reason to engage in it. I think it's good not to argue. I'll try and do my best not to give you any reason to argue with me if I can help it. I honestly cannot think of anything you could do that would upset me. Let's keep it that way. Um, do you like interacting with large groups of people? Uh, right now, no. Um, I'm still trying to, to uh, get a good feel for how people take to me, how they react to me. Um, I, my appearance seems to disturb some people. Uh, so I think until I have a better understanding of, the, of people around me and what might happen, that I'm probably not the best person to have at the forefront of a large group. I... I think I can relate to that. Um, have you... Do you care what other people think about you? Uh, only to how it affects my ability to get by. Um, I'm more concerned with learning what I think of myself. Uh, have you considered any hobbies yet? No. Um, honestly, up to this point, my time is, has been spent begging for coin and trying to get by, so I haven't wasted money on anything. 
maybe, maybe while we're out, we can uh, look around for something to occupy our free time at some point. Yeah, that that would be good if you if you think of something that seems fitting for me. We'll give it a go. I'll keep an eye out. What is your favorite? Why is this so deep? Why isn't this question number two? What is your favorite color? Ah, uh, white, actually, because it's the color of the psychopomp that rescued me. That's a better reason to have a favorite color than most, I think. Uh, I've... Have you found anything that... Uh, have you found the one to read anything at any point? Um... Not really. Like I said, uh, my time's been concentrated on survival, but uh, if I could find a history on the Queen, I would love to read that, kind of fill in the gaps from her memories, um, maybe find out what happened to the children, to the country after she was gone. I think I'd also like to know these things. If I'll definitely be looking for any and all information that I can get. If when I we, when we get to the uh, to Starlight to the big city, um, surely they will have libraries and bookstores. Maybe we can go shopping. <laughs> he seems elated at the idea of libraries. You like yes. to read. I do. Good to know. Um. Do I'm sure I know the answer. Do you smoke, drink, or use any uh, vice chemicals? Um, no, I've not wasted coin on frivolous things like that. Um, stable income and uh, place to live seem far more essential. He. Seems like it's clear on his face that he knew the answer, but he's still relieved to hear it out loud. How do you... Hmm. Is there anything that would you'd say would shock or offend you? Um. Well, after the horrors of Abaddon, there's not much that I think could shock me. I get offended sometimes at the way people treat me, and then I have to remind myself um, I'm not a queen, I'm not a noble, um, I'm nobody to them. As you see him jotting down these notes, there was a piece of paper that he removed previously um, when he said that he needed to make some notes to self, and he is vigorously underlining something before moving back to finishing up his writing. Uh, how do you deal with stress? Um, I really haven't experienced much stress since I've been in here. Um, the worries of this world seem kind of trivial to me after all I've been through. Um, the only thing that I could say stresses me is I still have nightmares. Um, flashbacks maybe about Abaddon 
that wake me up and uh, frighten me. But there's not a whole lot that can be done about that, I don't suppose. Maybe we could try to find some other things to make your mind focus on. Make it so there's no room for the nightmares anymore. That that would be wonderful. Um, you know how sometimes you wake up and for that split second, it seems like you're still there in the dream. She nods. It, like it might be real. And those those moments, they they're difficult. So. Um, ho hopefully I don't wake you up continuously. If it happens, I don't mind. There, there have been many times when I could hear a bear or wolves rummaging outside the cave. It's pretty difficult to sleep when you know that they're that close. Yeah, I so, can see how that would be frightening. I... With these nightmares, part of me wonders if it's because it's still so fresh in your mind. I, I wonder, as you're here, away from that, surely, surely your mind will be filled with more positive thoughts. Nightmares tend to fade. I hope so. Um, I think a lot of what triggers it is um, in Abaddon, there is absolute silence. Not a single sound to be heard until the demons catch someone. Um, and then, of course, there's the screams. But uh, it is so quiet at night. And I think it takes my mind back there. He visibly gets a, a small shiver up his spine. Um. <clears throat> I guess we'll just see what happens in time. And if time enough isn't, if time alone isn't enough, then we'll find what is. Well, uh, we're in a place full of magic now, so if nothing else, maybe there's a spell or something that can help. I think he he's kind of blushing just a little bit as he's formulating the sentence. I think that happiness can be a kind of magic. Definitely a magic I'd like to find for myself. Um, Not quietly. Okay, um, next question, yes? Oh yeah. Uh, describe a normal day for you. Uh, well, until I met you a lot, it was pretty simple. I uh, wake up and find a busy corner, um, sit there and watch people go by. Uh, they never knew I could see them, so 
and I take whatever coin they tossed my way. Um, save most of it. Um, but uh, spend spend a little on a meal for lunch and dinner. In the evenings, I'd go back to the church and. I like to listen to the sounds from the sanctuaries. I fall asleep, uh, the priests and their nightly prayers. Um, but, you know, then basements and rats and yeah. <laughs> I do think that this question will change every single day from now on. Or at least most, the answer will. Most likely. Uh, I'm excited. I, I had wanted to go to Starlight because it's a bigger city. Um, I thought maybe more opportunities and stuff. Um, but it's good not to have to make the journey alone. If if I'm being honest, being in a big city somewhat scares me. At least much more than the journey there. Um, well, when, once we get there, just uh, stick with me. I'll take care of you. I'll keep that in mind. Hmm. What is your greatest strength? Um, well, I suppose it's because of my power, but uh, I can blend into surroundings. Um, it, it helped me to survive in, in Abaddon, um, and it's quite useful here too. Um, I can make it so that I don't seem out of place, like I just belong, um, like I don't stand out at all, uh, so people can just ignore me and walk on by. Oh, so that's how I lost you. Oh, in the crowd outside the church? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't do for people to notice the blind woman walking around freely and uh, take note of it, so... That's kind of neat. It's helpful. Hmm. If... If you could change one thing about yourself, uh, what would it be? Well, um... That's kind of hard. Um, I... Because I'd love to be rid of the queen. I, as, but I don't know who I would be without her if I'd even be a complete person without her at this point so I guess if I'm completely honest uh, I also would put my hair and eyes back the way they were but uh, I need my power so <laughs> do you not like the change I don't like the way people react when they see me. Um, I make people nervous. Um, it's it's unnatural to them, and so they're uncomfortable around it. And it would be nice to be able to walk into a room and not have people react that way. I think I can understand that. Um, what is your biggest life goal right now? 
Well, uh, I want to discover myself, learn who I am, um, and then find somebody to share that with and, and raise a family and have a simple life, I suppose. Foresight breaks a small smile at the mention of self-discovery and it becomes warmer the more she talks. He seems to appreciate the simplicity and the niceness of these goals. Where do you see yourself in five years? Well, hopefully with a comfortable life. Um, as myself. Not, not dominated by the Queen's memories. I'm, I'm a fairly simple person, I think. I think simple's good. If you could choose how you died, what would be your preference? I don't think I care how much how it happens is when it happens. Um, I wouldn't want to die until I was certain that I would be judged for the life I lived and not hers. That is a fair one. What are three words that you would describe yourself? <laughs> that I don't really know. Um, I can tell you that the uh, other beggars and street folks tend to call me uppity. Um, I'm not sure if that's a word. But, uh, yeah, I don't really know. Um, well, I suppose from all these questions, uh, simple. <laughs> It's okay if you can't take a third one. Um, as long as the seed's been planted, we can come back to any questions that you change your mind on or any any views that have evolved. I'm certain they will, the more you become your own person. I, uh, I think it would be interesting to go through these questions again six months or a year down the road. It'd be fun. And see how much has changed. Um, I don't know if I want this added or not. Hmm. I think... I'll put it here. Why do you pretend to be blind? Oh, that is a, a rather simple thing. Um, Stormbluff has a number of poor in it. And those that would give only have a limited amount of resources to give. Uh, so the more in need you seem, the more likely somebody is to give you a coin to buy a meal or something of that nature. So... I mean, my eyes are solid white. People assumed from the get-go that I must not be able to see. And 
it meant that I was able to get enough coin to care for myself. I see. So it's a means of differentiation. Basically, yes. Um, not particularly... I don't feel good about having to beg. So, of course, when I heard about the job at the tavern, I, I immediately took it. I thought maybe if I could prove I was a capable person, it would lead to other work. And But at the time, it seemed a necessity. I can understand this. That was all of the questions for now. Okay. Well, that wasn't so hard. Yeah. I like uh, this. I think it helps. It, it makes me think about things I wouldn't normally think of. And makes it a little easier to see pieces of myself. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this is good. Um, a lot of the studies I've seen or read about say that self-reflection is one of the quickest ways to self-discovery. So you, you may want to go through the rest of your uh, questions there and decide beforehand next time which ones you want to burn I don't I don't remember uh, missing any questions mm, that's no, good no no we no, went all okay um good to know he will very swiftly cover uh, close the book and uh, those two sheets of bald paper are in his pack <laughs> they don't never, exist never to be seen again yes they don't exist they're gone yay yay we did we're so talented <laughs> also I got a smirk on my face when I realized um I I think it was the first session, maybe the second session. I said right. I'm never going to add. Like I I find it hilarious the idea of Inmira following this woman in order to ask her why she's blind and then never never ask asking why <laughs> and this way. Yep. In the main line, he will never ask that question now. That that is so funny. <laughs> Well, you get distracted. She does so many things that you're like, what the hell? <laughs> Why this? Why that? What's this? There's something Jeez. in her hair. What's this? <laughs> There's people everywhere. That, that's the part she's she's not crazy about. She's actually, like, she's not fond of Elf Murder Castle by any means. Yeah. But there's not so many people to have to deal with there. Yeah. Honestly, he's probably, provided he doesn't die while we are within, uh, once we are without, he will still think that going to the city will be more terrifying than this castle. I think really the reason the city doesn't bother her so much is because she can blend in and just be ignored. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but like, she's so determined to make sure that nothing happens to Foresight. Yeah. That Foresight's just scared because before coming here, he'd never seen more than one person at any point in time. Oh yeah. Um, you're you're probably far more familiar with the trees than the than people, so. Not an accurate statement, and one I'm certain Sean will laugh at. But, yeah, probably walk around going, "Okay, Forsyth, what kind of tree is this? What kind of plant is this?" <laughs> I would like to thank our Patreons, Tim Demuse and Brian Rafe, for helping to support our show. If you would like to help support the show, please consider joining them at patreon.com forward slash Eldritch Dream. Want to hang out with us in our Discord? Send us a message on social media or check the episode description for a link. Welcome to the Hive. I'd like to shout out some of the other podcasts and creators that are in the Hive. Give them a listen and check out the episode description for their Twitter handles. Action Forge on YouTube, making varied videos related to TTRPGs. Fillmore's Crossing, a Spaghetti Western 5th Edition podcast. The Hideous Laughter podcast, playing the Carrion Crown Adventure Path. Our very own Chris, or Critically Accursed, on YouTube, doing Let's Plays. Hex Grid Heroes, a Starfinder homebrew podcast. Rusted Chrome, one of the character artists in our group. The Roaring Trainers, a Pokemon in the 1920s 5th Edition podcast. The podcast for the Untimely Dead, playing Wraith the Oblivion in the World of Darkness system. The Wheeler Woe podcast, playing a Pathfinder 2nd edition playtest in a homebrew world. Mystery Fantasy Dungeon 9000, a multi-edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast in a 22-year-old living homebrew world. Until next time, everybody, may the Elder Gods haunt your dreams. <laughs>